0: you can call her mayhem or mayday talk shit, she at your head i ain't talking bald face she don't fuck with baby daddy's fucking up the funk, shui taking care of four kids sunday to sunday Fly than round trips when she hit the runway comedy original she do shit her own way made the stage her place moving at her own pace look with her the wrong way Basketball wives and hip hop too. Born in 81, one day full turned to 82. Funny, wretched, and cute. She'll win that, that's true. She don't even take LZ and alphabet suit. Mayday, mayhem. Mayday, mayhem. Mayday, mayhem. Mayday. of shit richard prime made a star red fox and eddie murphy inspiration to her art. who you know got banned from the dollar store for throwing canned goods at her baby father though she a good mother though she ain't worried about laughs cause she gonna get a lot of those showtime at the apollo dope and she paint the perfect picture telling stories up in all the jokes you don't really want the drama bro.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Mayday Mayhem Podcast I am your host Mayday Mayhem em, And today We'll be talking about a few Trials that have passed and that, are, and that are currently Going on right now Now the first trial that we know That has Passed has been the Trial of Osman Arbery Um Where the case of the jogger that was killed in Georgia. All three men were convicted guilty on, um, on the accounts. The father was guilty on eight of the nine. The son was guilty on nine of nine accounts. And the guy, dumbass, that was recording it, uh, received six of the nine. Now, uh, some people didn't understand, well, why didn't the father receive all nine accounts? Because the father didn't pull a trigger. Now, if he hadn't gotten out and pulled the trigger as his son did, then yeah, they would have got both. Got nine for nine. But the son ultimately got the nine because he killed Mr. Arbery. So, but now, um, they looking at, you know, they're going to want to do appeals and all this shit. But everyone is looking at the racial motivation behind it. And how racial motivation plays a part in our lives right now. And <laughs> speaking of racial motivation, let me talk to you about another case that I have been really studying extensively. And that has been um, Jelani, Day, Jelani Day trial. Well, not trial, but case where Jelani Day is the missing Illinois state grad student that was missing from, um, Bloomington, Minnesota, and he was found subsequently dead, um, a a month later. And it's so many, so many things surrounding his case. Um, I strongly advise you to check out my YouTube where I do go in depth in about Um, the Jelani Day case and have updates on his mom and the situation how Rainbow Push is coming in and doing what they need to do and helping out because that's another case that will be looked at as racially motivated when they do find out who is guilty of murdering Jelani Day because anyone that's heard of this case or looked at this case I have spoken about this case before on this podcast knows that Jelani Day died under very, very, very eerie circumstances. Uh, just to give a recap, but please check it out on my YouTube channel. And on Operation Push, I'll put the link below. Um, He was found with no eyes. His face was literally gone. No teeth at the top nor bottom. His penis was flayed. And he was... All his items was found in a sundown town. So please listen to the YouTube where I go more extensively into it and have a conversation with me about it. Because someone knows something between Bloomington, LaSalle and uh, Peru Police Department. And the FBI really needs to step in. But this goes along with the, the status of... People being killed due to race or coming up missing due to race. And I've even seen in comments below on some of these videos where I hear people and see people saying that, oh well, these things happen. No, these things do not happen, especially with the Jelani Day case. Things, things do just, just don't happen. But more about uh Amar Aubrey. Now, McMichael and them. It's of course being considered a hate crime because they literally ran him down, tracked him down as though he was literally a dog. They um shot and killed him. He was unarmed and he was just jogging. And of course they had to even open up a hate crime for racial motivation that had been t- taken out. Now it's being had to be re-implemented. So now, the sentencing phase is about to start. So we're going to see the sentencing stage on Mod Arbery case and see what happens. But yeah, um, it seems like all of them are going to serve life. It's, it's pretty much probably going to be a life sentence. Um... Gregory and Travis McMichaels, along with their neighbor, William Rhody Brian, are expected to learn in coming weeks whether the mandatory life sentences they are about to serve for the murder of 25-year-old Audrey will come with consideration of parole at some point. But while the state's case that played out over the course of months' long trial, Brunswick captured the nation's attention. The federal case of hate crime charges will place much more emphasis on whether Ardberry's skin color helped motivate the three white defendants to chase him down in pickup trucks and kill him. And yes, we've heard of these hate crimes before. We've heard of places called sundown towns. And if you do not know what a sundown town is, there's a town or place, or particular neighborhood or suburb area where you have a particular race where white people, only white people are allowed in this place after sundown. If anyone of black, Latino, Jewish or any other descent that is not white uh, is in that town. They will probably be lynched and killed. It's happened numerous times over and over and over and over again. And I am mortified that people don't understand that this really does happen. Again, look at the John the Day case. Have any of you heard of him? The FBI has not been called in on it. But I bet you everyone listening to my voice know exactly who Gabby Petito is. And they're still talking about Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry. Oh, was he a serial killer? You know, like, okay, why not give this mother help? Not one time have you seen Jelani Day plastered across the screen as though you have seen Gabby Petito. Jelani Day was a thriving college student, 25 years old, going to be a doctor. And no one is taking this serious. His mother has had to hunt down and do all of the investigation on her own. But no one knows anything. Like I say, check out the YouTube channel; you, you'll enjoy it. Um, but back to the court cases. Now, they will do life. They're they are not getting out, and they will not have parole. You killed a man due to the color of his skin. Y'all literally chased and hunted him down in your pickup trucks, and you recorded it. Now, let's go back and think if it had not been recorded, would they have not gotten away with this crime? We as a society don't believe shit until we actually see shit. And then once we see the shit, it's too late and don't believe the shit. No one believed that um, bad police officers or dirty police officers were killing black and brown And putting guns on the body until you actually saw it being recorded. Black man running. Police shoots him in the back. And police puts a weapon on him. You didn't believe it until you fucking saw it. We've saw this countless times over again and again and again. And we just saw it with the Ardberry case where he was hunted down by three white men in two pickup trucks. For what? Oh well, he was a, a burglar. He was carrying nothing, he had no vehicle, and he lived in the area. And yes, skin dollar skin color plays a very important role. So um, the federal hate crime trial, which includes charges of murder. Now, this is for the hate crime, y'all. This is going to start in February 7th. Now, this is for the hate crime. The federal hate crime, which includes charges of murder, kidnap, attempts, and other violence to set to begin on February 7th in Brunswick, United States District Court, Southern District of Georgia Courthouse, nearly two years after Arbery was shot at close range. Unlike the state case, where the most of the debate about how much to interject race took place during the motion hearing and not... In front of the jury, the twelve people chose to consider charges against the men in federal courtroom could hear some more inflammatory testimony. Um, going back to um Special Agent testified at June of 2020 bond hearing that Brian claimed Travis McMichael yelled an obscenity and racial slur after the fatal shooting. So if you called him a racial slur after the shooting, then yes, it was racially motivated due to the color of his skin. That means it's a hate crime. And that means your ass is gone. Uh, when Cobb County Assistant District Attorney Linda Dosquick led the state case, her main strategy was unravel Travis McMichael's legal defense that he shot Aubrey in self-defense when Aubrey grabbed his shotgun after being chased for five minutes. Five minutes in this little subdivision. Was he not supposed to fight for his life? And he's running and was shot and killed? Even though he was tussling, when he, he was running the whole time for five minutes. And this was, like I said, recorded. So, we'll see what happens around February 7th. Now, let's bring your attention to another crime right now. A trial that's going on right now. The trial of the white, um, I'm sorry, Dante Wright. I don't think this coffee is kicking in quick enough, y'all. This coffee is just not, it ain't crack-a-lacking the way it usually is. I don't know what they're not doing. I'm going to have to get my espresso machine for my birthday. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> we're talking about um the case about uh Kim Porter's trial with uh Dante Wright. Now, if you don't know who Dante Wright is, Dante Wright was the young man that was fatally shot by a woman. Kimberly uh, Potter, which also happened to be a actual technician for tasers, where she fatally shot him. Instead of grabbing her taser, she grabbed her gun, which she had out the whole entire time. Never had a taser out. Screamed taser, 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 taser three times and shot him. And then was like, "Oh my God, I shot him!" And he literally drove and in, and in, in, into small area and died. But, um, she yelled taser and the kicker is, like I said, she t- trained police on using a taser and the do's and don'ts and how you should and should not and what you should and should not be doing and how you should and should not approach someone. You should always get your taser first. And it was such a debate over, even on TikTok. They had a situation about that taser where, um, it was a police officer where he actually showed the difference between the taser and a gun, demonstrated there's even a very, very substantial weight distribution between a taser and a, um, issued firearm or any firearm. There is a very different weight distribution. And with her being a trainer, She should have known that the whole time she had her firearm in her hand, which we have technology now, which I love and hate. It shows her with her firearm out the entire time. She never even had her taser in her hand. And the taser is even placed differently on the body, which a police officer demonstrated. Taser is usually placed on your more dominant side. And I'm sorry, your handgun is usually placed on your more dominant side. And your taser is usually placed, um, it's, it comes in different areas, but most times it's on the, I want to say, by your, by the vest area where it's, it's more of a non-threatening maneuver versus if you need to get to your weapon, in exchange with gunfire, your weapon is right there. Where if you grab you're grabbing your taser, this is something where, you know, that's going to be non-lethal. This is just to slow them down so they punk ass down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But this motherfucker didn't do that. So her trial has started. Um, and this happened, um, in Minneapolis. Uh, let's read about this. Uh, she's a former police officer, like I said, facing manslaughter charges, um, mistaking her gun for a taser and failing shooting Dante Wright. Uh, they begin a jury selection on Tuesday. She's 49 and she was arrested in April. Uh, but she was literally let go right after they, like they let her go. Um during a traffic stop, Mr. Wright broke free from another officer who was trying to handcuff him as Mr. Wright got back into the driver's seat of his car. Miss Potter called out warning suggested that she was using her taser and fired a single shot, killing Mr. Wright. The shot took place on Sunday afternoon in Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, and uh I'm sorry, Minnesota, and the trial we well, yeah Minneapolis, and the trial of Derek Chauvin, a former police. A former Minneapolis police officer who was up me ultimately convicted of murder or murdering George Floyd. I need a drink. Hold on. She need a drink. I told y'all they did they not put the espresso in this today, like, mmm. It ain't hidden right like it usually do. But um, now um. As we did see with the Derek Chauvin case, he was found guilty on killing, on the murder of George Floyd. And the other three officers will be standing trial very soon for their part in the murder of George Floyd. And Chauvin will be back in court facing those charges against human rights. And they, I'm assuming that they want to be tried separately. But they're saying, you know, no, we're trying all y'all motherfuckers together because y'all all was together and all this fuck shit and you could have stopped it. So, um... Click that off. Uh, Porter, uh, she was arrested after she shot. Um, Mr. Wright was 29. I mean, I'm sorry, he was 20. She was 49. Um... It drew uh, a lot of attention because all this happened at the same time, especially around George Floyd and all these little pockets of racism and, you know, just unethical use of force to anyone of color What's go is going on and it's still going on. Keep saying Jelani day. Y'all need to check, check out. I'm going to put the links below. Check them out. Um, so they're getting that together. Um, but, uh, this porter chick was in trouble before. Um, she had been, uh, training another officer. And she was supposed to be training him, and she ended up shooting someone. But she was in trouble for something else. I think she was, uh, she had did something in the past. All, well, we finna find out. All this shit is finna come out. All this shit is finna come out. So that's one case that's literally coming up. That's here to watch for. Um. And if you don't know, there's another case going on right here now in Chicago. The Jesse Smollett case. I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of hearing about Jesse Smollett. I'm, 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 I'm tired. I, I, I don't understand, but they are back in court and I understand why they're in court because it was a misuse of resources for Chicago because I hate to say it, but all the evidence is pointing to this like, you playing this shit, bro. You playing this. And you just don't want to step up and take claim to, yeah, you did this. You want to save face and all this. But it's not saving face when, you know, we see the shit points to you. is kind of fucked up. Why do I say that? Because I have never been a victim of. Hate crime. Due to somebody putting their motherfucking hands on me. Because I wouldn't be talking to y'all. Sorry y'all. If I was. I wouldn't be talking to y'all. If anything. like I would have been fighting. You know what I'm saying. But I have been a victim of racial slurs. Racial profiling. You know things of that nature. And. it, It hit different. You know what I'm saying. And. Me being a woman of very dark melanin. And I love it. If a motherfucker put a noose. Around my neck. And threw bleach on me. When the police finally would have came. I would have been in the corner shitting on myself. No lie. No tea. No shade. We going to be honest right here on Mayday Mayhem. I have to be honest with y'all. I would have been in the corner shitting. That noose would have been far the fuck away from me, off my person. Fuck that sandwich. Sandwich can kiss my ass. This is a tuna sandwich, y'all. Now, we know that Subway tuna does not have real tuna in it. I don't know. He might blame it on it not being real tuna and say I was fucked up because Subway didn't have real tuna in their sandwiches. And so it made me tell this outlandish lie because I had been eating tuna sandwiches for a minute and didn't know that it wasn't real tuna. It's some meat that they grew up in the lab and it made me have a bad decision. Nah, um, do not use that shit as y'all defense out here for real, for real. Don't be using my shit as y'all defense. If I turn on the Jesse Smollett case and I hear something about tuna sandwich and Subway not having real tuna, y'all gonna hear from my motherfucking lawyer. You can use it. Just pay me for it. You can, you can use the idea. You know what I'm saying? You're paying for everything else. Hold on now. If you want me to help you think outside the box, I'm the lady for you. I can do that. But in this situation, it's like it's. It's almost like, (laughs) almost like beating a dead horse that doesn't know it's dead and it's playing dead. And it's like, we know you're dead. You might as well. We know you're not dead. Just get up. No, I'm dead. You know, no, it's like that type of situation. Okay. Like I said, I understand he used thousands of dollars of resources. And then you pick the coldest day of the motherfucking night. Do y'all know how cold it was here in Chicago that night when that Jesse Smollett shit happened? Do you know how cold bleach has to be before it freezes? It freezes. I didn't know bleach could freeze. like When all the other murder shows, they have snow and bleach. I thought bleach was invincible to the snow until Jesse Smollett came along and showed me that's a no-no. Bleach can freeze. It was so cold here. They told you if we even see your dog outside, we putting your ass in jail. We putting your ass in jail. It was so cold. They was telling people, look, do not even take your animals outside to piss or shit. You better tell them to piss in the tub or you better take them out that pee and run Fido back in because it's cold as fuck. And the wind, literally the wind she was like 33 below. It was so fucking cold here. It was so cold here. They closed down Chicago. Not for COVID. No, it was fucking cold here. It was freezing. It's balls off here. It really was. It was cold as shit. I was mad as fuck because it was so cold. You know why? Because I knew it was cold. It was so cold. They said, don't even think about going outside. Don't even think about it. And this happened to be the day that you went to a subway that happened to say, fuck it, we're going to be open. After you landed from New York to Chicago. Just finished auditioning for some shit. You landed from now. Junior, your manager, partner, whomever that may be. And I'm going to go get me a sandwich. In the dead of cold night at 2 a.m. When even this abominable snowman is out there like, what the fuck you doing, bro? Like he is, he is freezing his nuts off. The abominable snowman's nuts. It's tucked up. He is so cold. He like, what the fuck is he doing out here? Jesse is walking through like, hey, how you doing? Then comes along these two guys. Happen to rough him up, which is not seen on any camera. It wasn't really seen on any camera that we know of. But we're going to find out in this trial. And then it was... A noose around your neck. And you still came home with a sandwich. Let me tell you people. I have been in sticky situations. And I have had food with me. I left the food. <laughs> tell you, I left the food. Fuck that. I will get another pizza puff later. Fuck it. It's always pizza puffs. I think that's why I stopped eating pizza puffs. Because every time a pizza puff was involved with me. It was either the police. A fight. I mean, it, it was cold as shit here. And you had a noose on your neck when the police came in. I would have been so far away from that noose, it wouldn't have been funny. I have seen real victims of hate crimes. I have seen them. And never have they looked so perfect. Like, you, you can look up victims of hate crime, and they are, faces are dismembered, bodies are dismembered, you think someone's a hate crime going to say racial slurs and then give you a little gut punch, no, that's that's not how it works, I'm sorry, that ain't how it work. boo, so that trial is going on, so we're going to see what's going to happen with that. And right now we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back with the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support, because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you. And I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And thank you for tuning in to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Now, we are talking about trials and things of this nature that's going on. And if you did not know, there was a shooting a couple of days ago in Michigan where this is insane. The uh, 15-year-old came in to school and he literally... um, Went through the halls of Oxford High School saying, you know, that he had brought a semi-automatic handgun that he used to carry out this deadly rampage as a Christmas gift. Now, his parents are going to face charges because they actually bought a gun for a 15-year-old. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you parents? Like, I remember back in my day, you didn't buy a 15-year-old a gun. No... A 15-year-old, they should just be playing fucking video games. What, video games is not real enough for you motherfuckers now? Like, in my day, we just had ping pong. I don't understand. I'm not that Oh, But you know what I'm saying. I'm from the era of the original games, the Nataris, the Segas, the Donkey Kongs, the real games. You know, they had a purpose. It was a maze. They had a real purpose to it. It was a real purpose, and you unlocked certain chapters and shit. This shit right now, like, I don't understand. You gave a 15-year-old a semi-automatic gun for Christmas? Hmm. Um. They will be, um. Charging manslaughter charges for both parents. On the morning of November 30th, um. The suspect's parents were urgently called to the high school after one of the teachers found an alarming note that he had drawn, scrolled on the image of a gun, a person who had been shot, and a laughing emoji and the words, blood everywhere, and thoughts won't stop. Help me. The day before the shooting, the teacher had seen the suspect searching online for ammunition. For a gun in class, which led to a meeting with school's officials, the prosecutor said after being informed by a school that their son's behavior, Miss Cranberry uh to her son, "LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught." So the parents were—they, it wasn't like we didn't know that our baby had this problem. Oh, you were aware and you knew about it. You told him not to get caught. Are you serious? School officials told the parents during the in-person meeting on Tuesday that they were required to seek counseling for their son. Uh Ethan, Ms. McDonald uh, said the teenager's parents did not want their son to be removed from school that day. They did not ask him whether he had a gun with him or searched the backpack he brought with him to the office, Mrs. McDonald said. The nation that the par- the notion that the parent could read those words and also their son had access to a deadly weapon that they gave him is unconscionable and I think it's criminal. It is criminal, she said. Miss McDonald said the teenager's parents had been storing the newly purchased nine millimeter six-saw pistol unlocked in a bedroom drawer. About 12.50 p.m. that day, law enforcement authorities said Ethan Crumbly walked into the bathroom carrying his backpack and emerged armed with a handgun and began to shoot. At 1.22, the news of the school shooting broke, the prosecutor said. "Miss Crumbly texts her son, Ethan, don't do it. Mr. Crumbley rushed home to check whether the gun was still in the bedroom drawer at 1.37. Mrs. McDonald said he called 911 to report that the weapon had been removed from his house and had said his son might be the school gunman. There was absolute reason to believe this individual was dangerous and disturbed. Four kids were murdered and seven more injured. So yes, we should all be very angry, and I agree. When does the parenting begin? You cannot be your child's friend, okay? Now, this boy was doing wrong, and they knew it, and nothing was done, and now children are dead, people are dead, others are injured, and now he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, and they are now facing charges because they brought the fucking gun for him. I don't understand. I, um, I don't understand, so... Uh, the suspect fired more than thirty rounds before he was apprehended. The students slain were Tate Meyer, sixteen, Madison Baldwin, seventeen, Justin Schilling seventeen, and Hannah Saint Julian fourteen. Seven other people were wounded. A lawyer for Ethan Crumley pleaded not guilty on his behalf this week. Although many underage shooters arm themselves with guns from home, the adults responsible weapons are rarely charged. I think that needs to start happening. These kids start coming to school with guns and shit. And especially if the parents know that they have these guns, the parents should be charged too. Like, you knew that you had an unsecured gun in your home. I'm all for gun safety. Make sure your guns have a lock. Make sure you have a safe. Make sure your children know that guns are not to be played with. And if your child is seeking any type of beyond behavior, uh, I think it's time to get your child some help. But, you know, make sure they don't have any access to that weapon. So, yeah, the parents need to be, especially in this case, they need to be held accountable. Like, why would you even give him this? It's it's insane, and they say he talked about planning on killing his classmates. Look at the behavior. You know, you have some people like me that are introverts. You know, I don't like to be out. I'm I'm kind of antisocial sometimes, but um, I like to kick it. But I'm also an introvert. I have those moments like oh, I need a breather. But other than that, I'm I'm very chill. Very chill. So, who is going to be accountable? That's the real question. So, we'll be watching and we'll see what what's happening because this is insane. Like, he's 15 years old. His life is gone and his parents could have helped him and they didn't. They went along with it. So if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. Makes you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And I'm going to have a little surprise coming up soon. So please stay tuned. That's where I've been. I've been working on this little yay moment and everyone is going to be very ecstatic about it. So please stay tuned and I will see y'all next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be licking no toilet seats. And be true and be you. I'll see y'all later.